I'm Steve Tarano. Welcome to Body Performance, the podcast designed to help you reach your weight loss, fitness, and bodybuilding goals. Last episode, we talked about what to eat after a workout and where and how your body burns calories. Today, we're going to talk about improving your workouts, and I'm going to talk about how additional muscles don't burn calories, and they don't necessarily speed up your metabolism. Before we get started, first off, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. My goal is to help everybody with their weight loss and fitness objectives, whether it's bodybuilding, fitness, weight loss, diet, exercise. My goal is to help give you a piece of information that helps your workout, some tidbit of knowledge that improves your level of performance. Number two, we'll apologize right up front if the caliber and the quality of this recording ain't that great. I'm trying to get these out as quickly as possible. Don't necessarily have all the equipment, and I definitely don't have all the knowledge. So if there's some pops or snaps or some shit going on, I apologize. Doing my best to edit this stuff, or at least learn how to edit it as quickly as possible. So hopefully it's an enjoyable listening experience. But until that happens, I hope it's not too death-defyingly awful. If you want to post a question that I can answer for you, my Instagram is steve.torano, T-U-R-A-N-O. So I guess it's at steve.torano. I don't know. Find me on Instagram. Hit me with your question. I'll answer it on the air. All right. Let's talk about improving your workout. Everybody wants to have a good workout. They want to have an intense workout, an effective workout. They don't want to waste their time in the gym. So let's talk specifically about guys who lift weights. Now, again, ladies, this applies to you as well. Typically in the gym, I see guys doing one of two things, lifting too light a weight too many times or lifting too heavy a weight too few times. This is really common. Guys get on some supplements, they start lifting some light weight, and they start seeing results. Hey, great, no problems. But like the guy who asked me, hey, how come my legs aren't growing? Well, weightlifting is working. It's not whining and wishing. You're going to have to lift some weight. And the more weight you lift, the better off you'll be. But then let's take it to the other extreme, guys who come into the gym and try to max all the time. And they're wondering, why is my bench going up? Remember when I said a great workout involves intensity, consistency, and intelligence? Of those three things, let's talk about intensity. Intensity can be increased in a number of different ways. You can either do more reps, more sets, more weight, more exercises, a greater variety of exercises, more difficult exercises, or a combination of all these factors. Let's start by talking about the guy who lifts light weights too many times. A guy's in shape, but now he wants to get bigger and stronger, like the guy who was asking me about how to get his legs bigger. The problem is, is these guys lift lightweight too many times. It's not intense. It's not gut-wrenching. They don't have to dig for those last few reps. And remember, it's those last few reps, those intense working reps or working sets that create those micro-traumas that cause the muscle to then rebuild itself bigger and stronger for the next workout. So when you're lifting lightweight 100 times, it's just not that intense. And I would tell these guys, increase your weight. Man, pick up the 50s instead of the 20s. But for some reason, that's just a little too hard. That's going to require too much effort, too much commitment, and they just don't do it. And then they bitch and whine about why they're not getting bigger. If you're lifting too light a weight, I don't care how many sets you're doing it, it doesn't make much of an impact on your muscle. There's no adaptation that's required. It's like walking. 
if walking was super intense, we'd all have big legs and hard asses. But it's not. And that's what happens when guys lift lightweight too many times. The muscle adapts. Hey, it's gotten in shape. But now it needs a bigger challenge. So you need to pick up the intensity of the workout by adding more weight to the workout. And then at the opposite end of the spectrum is you get these guys who come into the gym, bench press, see how much they can bench press, and then the next week they come in and kind of see how much they can bench press. And then they come in the following week, do one or two warm-up sets, and then see how much they can bench press. And they're saying, man, my bench press is not going up. And I go, yeah, you're not doing anything to make it go up. Well, I come in here and I, I, I max every time I come in. And I say, you haven't done anything to build that max. We found your maximum. We found the line in the sand that you can't cross. Now what we have to do is actually start working out for a couple weeks to raise that. Because every time you walk into the gym and you max, it's just like your very first workout. You haven't done anything different other than walking into the gym to see how much you can bench press. And this week you walked into the gym to see how much you could bench press. You haven't done anything to increase that bench press. So now it's time to back down the weight a little bit and start doing some working sets at higher reps with less weight so we can begin to create some trauma on the muscle, those micro trauma or micro tears that will then cause your muscles to repair themselves and become bigger and stronger. So most people are either lifting too light and not putting out too much effort or some guys want to go into the gym and kill it, but they're killing it a little too soon. Take some of that energy and excitement, back it down and create five, six, and seven weeks of work, time when you're actually improving the performance of the muscle. So then if you want to max again, after seven or eight weeks, you've actually done something to increase your maximum bench. The next obvious question is, Steve, how many sets do I need to do and how many reps do I need to do and how much of my maximum, what percentage of my maximum should I be using for each of these sets? That's a natural question, and that's always a great question, and that answer is going to vary based on who you are, how long you've been working out, what kind of shape you're in, what you want to achieve, your time frame, your timeline, all that stuff. But as a general rule, think about this. There is no magic rep count. Six reps is good, seven is better, five is awful. It doesn't work that way. Powerlifters know that you've got to cycle your workout as you build your strength. Typically, and correct me if I have any power lifters listening, but these guys will cycle their workouts so by the time a meet comes, they're at their maximum. So they might do uh, 10 reps and then a week of 7 reps and then a week of 5 reps, a week of 3 reps, and then a week of 1 reps, which would actually be the weekend of the contest. So they understand that it's not one thing that builds muscle. Bodybuilders should be the same way. When you are lifting, it's going to be a combination of, hey, today... I'm going to pyramid up, meaning I'm going to use more weight and begin to drop my reps, and I'm going to stop at a weight where I can handle for six to eight reps. Might not be on every set, you know, first set, I might get eight, second set, I might get eight, third set, I might get seven, fourth set, I might get six, but that's kind of the weight and the range I'm going to be working in. And then the next week, I kind of feel pretty good. So now I'm going to pyramid up and I'm going to do a weight for eight reps. And then I'm going to go to the four to three range with some heavier weight. 
And then the next week, it's like, man, I am just not feeling it. So you take a weight that you know you can do for a solid 10 reps, and you do it for four or five sets of 10 or anything close to it. Now we've done three different workouts, one with, you know, relatively heavy weight, one with more uh, weight, and then one with lightweight with more consistent reps. The one thing that has not changed with all these workouts is the intensity. You have to be grinding and working for those last few reps. That's the difference. That's what makes an intense workout. Not necessarily the weight you use, but how intensely you do it. If you have a weight that you can do for 10 and you get it for two, that's not intense. If you have a weight you can do for 20 and you get it for 23, that's intense. So this is what we have to keep in mind. How hard are you working during your set and then during your workout? The next obvious question is, is, Steve, how many sets do I have to do? Again, depends on what kind of shape you're in, how long you've been working out, so on and so forth. But think in terms of warm-up sets and working sets. Warm-up sets are exactly what they sound like. They are sets to warm your muscles up to get you ready to lift heavier weight. They create additional blood flow, they warm up the muscles, and more importantly, they create elasticity in the muscles, tendons, and ligaments. So if you've ever done a set and you're like, man, I am really stiff, then you do the same weight again and you're like, wow, that really snaps off my chest. It's because your muscles, tendons, and ligaments are warming up and they're becoming more flexible. They've got more snap. They're more rubbery, like a rubber band. So again, with additional warm-ups, our goal is to get you ready to lift heavy weight. So when you're ready to snap that weight off your chest or snap it up off the ground, your muscles are warmed up so they offer greater pliability and they lessen the chance of injury. I used to like doing at least four or five warm-up sets. And remember, warm-up sets are designed to warm you up, not wear you out. But how much weight you're going to use is going to be based on how strong you are. A guy with a 300-pound bench press is going to use different warm-up weight than a guy with a 500-pound bench press. But both those guys should probably do about four or five warm-up sets. Let me give you an idea. When I was bench pressing heavy, I would do 135 for 10, 135 for another 10, 185 for 10. I might do 225 for 10. I'd do 275 for 8, and then we'd start bench pressing at 315. Just to reference my example of the three workouts before, if I was feeling good, I'd do 315 for eight, then maybe 355 for three, and then 385 for one. That would be considered a heavy workout. A medium workout would be, again, same warm-up, 135, 135, 185, 225, 275, and then maybe just stay with 315 and see how many reps I could do with that. And that would be relatively heavy for me. So I'm going to see if I can get four sets of six to eight reps. And then on those days where I'm just like, I am worn out. I don't have a lot of snap. I know my max is just not going to be there. I would do the same warm up and stop at 275 and see if I can get four sets of 10 with 275. All three of those workouts required a lot of intensity during the working sets. And while all three workouts had different weights, all three workouts were very intense. Again, now if somebody has additional questions about their specific routine, they can shoot me a question. I'm more than happy to answer it because, again, this is not a one-size-fits-all. A lot of principles are the same, but if you're looking to break through on a certain exercise or you're having problems with a certain issue, give me a shout. I'm more than happy to help.
We're going to talk about this next topic a lot in this podcast because there's so much ineffective things that are being done in the gym that would save people so much time and get them in better shape much faster. It has to be addressed. And that will be the topic of feeling heavy isn't the same as being heavy and being hard isn't the same as being effective. Let me see if I can give you a quick example. When I adopted my friend Justin, who's my current training partner, probably about 10 years ago, I was training with another guy and he was training with another dude. And we're doing chest and him and his partner are like, hey, can we bench with you? And we're like, yeah, sure, jump in. So we get through bench and incline bench, and then they're like, what are you guys going to do next? Well, we're going to do some type of dumbbell exercise, probably dumbbell flies and maybe dumbbell bench press or incline flies or incline bench press. So Justin's friend says, hey, man, why don't we lie on the ball and use the 70s for flies? Man, it feels like the hundreds. And I turn to him and say, why don't we just lie on the bench and use the hundreds? And that's an example of being hard is not the same as being effective. And feeling heavy isn't the same as being heavy. Because while this goofball was doing flies while lying on a ball using the 70s, we were lying on a bench doing flies with 100-pound dumbbells. And what that was doing was creating much more trauma on the muscle because we were lifting 30 pounds more with each hand. So because this guy was trying to keep his balance, not roll off or drop the weights, he can't lift as heavy. Whereas we're lying on a stable bench, nothing moves except the weight. So all that power is transmitted through the muscle into the weight for us to move it, again, causing massive contractions on the muscle, causing micro tears and micro traumas, causing us to get bigger and stronger. Let's switch gears and let's talk about how muscles don't speed up your metabolism. I hate to burst your bubble. I hate to argue with your personal trainer, but muscles don't speed up your metabolism. Only muscles that are being used speed up your metabolism. So you take a 250-pound guy who's buff, who's muscular, who's in shape, and a 250-pound guy who's just average, and a 250-pound guy who's really fat and way out of shape, and they're all having coffee. When you're in shape, you're actually lowering your metabolic rate. So the guy who's been lifting weights, his heart rate is not elevated, his metabolism is not elevated, and his muscles aren't using additional calories while he's eating. The guy who's in average shape, who's 250 pounds, is burning probably about the same amount of calories as that guy who's muscular because they're just sitting there having coffee. Now, the guy who's really fat at 250 pounds, who's obese, who's extremely overweight and extremely out of shape, that guy's metabolism is actually elevated. He's actually working harder to keep his body alive. This is because his heart has to work harder to pump more blood, to deliver more oxygen throughout his body. Another simple example would be this. Walk up a flight of stairs next to somebody who's out of shape. You get to the top of the staircase, you're fine. The person who's out of shape is breathing hard. You can hear them wheezing. Their heart rate is elevated. So being in shape slows your metabolism down. It's harder to get your metabolism elevated when you're in shape. When you're out of shape, all you have to do is take a quick flight of stairs and you're breathing and wheezing. Your heart is beating. Your lungs are expanding. That's an elevated metabolism. The people who are in shape walk up the flight of stairs, don't get out of breath, and they're feeling fine. That's in shape, but you don't have an elevated metabolism. This is the same reason why endurance athletes have a lower resting heart rate. Being in shape lowers your metabolism. 
But once you start exercising, you can operate at a higher metabolic rate for a longer period of time, and that allows you to burn more calories. So there's a little difference there. Being in shape allows you to operate at a higher level of performance, so you can burn more calories over a longer period of time. So that's the difference between being in shape and walking for 20 minutes, or being in really good shape and jogging for 20 minutes, or being in great shape and running for 20 minutes. All three of those will burn calories, but the harder and longer you can exercise, the more calories you will burn, the better you'll get in shape. On my next episode, I'm going to talk about moving a little bit when you want to lift heavier weight. It's going to be necessary for your progress. And I'm also going to talk about which foods actually burn calories when you eat them. If you have any questions, just leave them at steve.tarano on my Instagram page. I'm Steve Tarano, and this is Body Performance.